Good morning, everyone. We are so glad that you're here worshiping with us online. Uh, we have online worship services at 9 and at 11, and we have our Mosaic service on Tuesdays at 6.30. Be sure to join us and invite your friends to join us. They can join us from anywhere around the world for these services. Uh, we have Bible studies currently going on, one with Pastor Sam, another Bible study with Pastor Carrie. Be sure to join those. We have children and youth activities also online. If you have any trouble at all connecting to any of these services, call the church office or message us. We would love to help you uh, get connected on those. Senior Sunday is going to be Sunday, May 17th, as we recognize and celebrate all of our high school seniors. This is a big announcement that next Sunday from 10 to 1030, we are going to have a portico drive through to give some Mother's Day flowers, Mother's Day roses away. So you want to make sure to join us for that. We would love to see your faces at the drive-thru. Um, here's some great things that we want to celebrate this morning. I've got several, so this is something to celebrate and praise God for. Benny McNair, our organist back there, I don't even know if you can see him on the video, he is celebrating a 33-year anniversary with Gail today, so we've got to celebrate that. That's amazing. Uh, if you notice, we have two roses on the altar. Uh, those are for Russell Curtis with parents David and Jessica. And we also have Harold George Hightower, also born, with parents George and Brittany. Both of those roses are uh, Hightower grandbabies. So congratulations to George and Joan Hightower. And here's a really special announcement I have. And we're going to be doing a couple of these for the next, the next several weeks. Mary Elizabeth Dial, would you please come up? Mary Elizabeth Dial has just graduated law school from the University of Alabama School of Law. And we have right here to celebrate, you didn't have a big graduation, but you're having a celebration here. Write something in the comments to congratulate Mary Elizabeth Dial. Mary Elizabeth has been part of this church for a very long time, and we celebrate with you today, and everybody online is celebrating with you as well. Write something in the comments to let us know uh, who is worshiping with us today. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Loving God, we are so thankful that we have so much to celebrate this morning. Pray that you will calm our hearts and our minds and help us focus on you this morning. We ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen.
Good morning. One of the things that connects us with each other and connects us to Christians around the world and across the ages is the Apostles' Creed. So wherever you are with us, I invite you to join us in this historic confession of the Christian faith. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. The third day he rose from the dead, he ascended into heaven, and sitteth at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Another thing that connects us is our need to be able to give of ourselves to God, to give of our time and our talent, and to give of our tithes and offerings to God. A couple of ways that you can join in with this, even though we can't be joined together in the same uh, sanctuary, is that you can go online, you can go to our church website, and you can give online or give by text to give, or you can uh, download our church app uh, just from your app store, whether it's Apple or Android and you can give uh, that way, or you can give the old-fashioned way and just put it in the mail and, and send us uh, your, your tithes and offerings. What you give helps to keep the ministries of this wonderful church going and helps us to have an impact for Jesus Christ in this community. So thank you for what you have given, and thank you in advance for what you will give. As we prepare to go to the Lord in prayer, I want to invite you to uh, send your prayer request. Just put them in the comments, and, and we will pray for you, and we will get our prayer team involved in praying for you. If you have a special prayer request, if you have an answer to prayer, we love hearing answers to prayer and praise reports. So tell us about that. Tell us about the good things that God is doing in answer to your prayer. And uh, before we pray, I want to just remind you that this is uh, Holy Communion Sunday. And so wherever you are and however uh, you want to celebrate, whether you're by yourself or with your family or with some others having a watch party, uh, I want to ask you to be thinking about uh, going and getting whatever kind of, of juice and whatever kind of bread you have on hand. And, and then when time comes and we, uh, what few of us are gathered here, we'll, we'll serve communion and uh, have communion together. And then we'll ask you to join us wherever you are, and we will still be connected even though uh, we're not together. All right, will you join me now as we go to the Lord in prayer? Heavenly Father, it is your Holy Spirit that binds us together. It is the purpose that we have that you have given to us. It is the special plan that you have for us and the special calling that you have for us. 
And it is the power of the Holy Spirit that enables us to do what we have to do as we trust you, as we believe where we have not seen and have faith, Lord, even when we can't know the way and we can't understand with our minds why things are the way they are sometimes. That's when we need to cling to you uh, ever more tightly and to trust your word uh, and to stand on it with both feet. So help us to do that, God. Help us to remind ourselves. Help us, Lord, to, to hold on to you and to let you hold on to us. God, give us caring and compassionate hearts for those who are struggling right now, for those who are working very hard to try to take care of people, to watch over people, uh, and to make sure that needs are met where they need to be met, not only in our own homes and in our own communities, but, but Lord, we're, we're connected to all who follow Jesus all around the world. So, Lord, for those who uh, are even in other countries uh, suffering on a greater level than we can even imagine. We, we lift all of our brothers and sisters up and we pray your blessings and your strength and your healing uh, and your wholeness to everybody. Uh, Father, we, we do pray uh, for an end to this pandemic. We pray for a vaccine to be developed. We pray, Lord, for your healing balm to be over um, all creation right now. Uh, we need you so badly and help us to trust you and to hold on. So Lord, um, we pray now even as we bow before you uh, that you would teach us to pray the prayer that you taught your disciples when you said, Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen.
I can't see your amens, but I sure hope you're sharing them. That was amazing. Thank you so much, Ezra. Your, your voice is always a true blessing. And what an amazing uh, text from that as well. If you will, please join me in prayer as we prepare our hearts to receive the message for today. Gracious and loving God, we praise you and we thank you for your amazing love for us. God, we thank you for the life that we find only through you, not only in eternal life, but in this life as well. And Lord, now as we come before your holy word, I pray that you'll hide me behind your cross, that you'll take the words on my page and the thoughts in my heart, and Lord, that you will carry them into the hearts of every single ear that hears your word today. Lord, that we will be people that turn our ears to hear your voice. Lord, that we will hear, that we will respond, that we will obey. And Lord, that we will be part of the amazing thing that you are doing in this life to prepare us for the next. We love you, Lord. We thank you so much for your amazing love for us. And it is in all these things, in the name of your Son, Jesus Christ, that we pray. Amen. So, it's quiet in the sanctuary right now, but we live in a very, very loud world, a loud society. Um, and perhaps you're at home and you've been at home uh, alone or with just a few people for, for many weeks now, um, and yet, even still, it can be loud. We have so many noises and so many sounds that surround us. Um, if I'm not careful, my life is filled with a symphony of dings and beeps and all the notifications that come from my smartphone and my tablet and my computer and sometimes even my TV. TV. It just goes on and on and on and on. Um, and, and we have so many things that can distract us. We have social media and every kind of app that you can imagine. If you can think it, it's probably there. And even if you can't think it, it's probably there. Uh, there are millions of shows to binge watch, and we have certainly been going through those lately, I can imagine. Uh, there are also many, many voices uh, in our lives. And I don't mean the quality voices, like those of our family and our friends and our coworkers and the wisdom around us, but just kind of the talking heads that are around us, uh, the, the advertisements that are telling us to buy this and do this to make our lives amazing, or the, the news heads, which sometimes are helpful, but sometimes it's just a lot of noise. And, and so um, in the midst of all this noise, how do we hear the voice of God? I think oftentimes, too many times, we expect to hear God's voice above all of this noise. We let the noise continue to go, and we expect God to send a banner in the sky. Um, and with the pace and the busyness and the way that we live our lives, um, if we're not careful, it takes God's shouts to get us to pay attention. Um, and I don't know about you, but when I get to the point of shouting, or when someone is shouting at me, um, that is never typically a good situation. Uh, because when that happens, we are entering a danger zone. Um, when it comes to our relationship with God, God's shouts 
often have us laying in a hospital bed or the world around us falling apart because God is having to use drastic measures to get us to pay attention. We don't want to get to that point. Um, and God doesn't want us to get to that point. And so um, what does it look like, and better yet, what does it sound like to hear God's voice on a daily basis? Um, some scriptures that I want to share today, I've, I've got our, our main passage that we're going to look at from the Gospel of John. But before I read that, I want to share um, one of my favorite scriptures about hearing God's voice because it helps me understand how and where God speaks. Um, and it comes from 1 Kings chapter 19, verses 11 and 12. And the context of this uh, is Elijah. And he has um, been, you know, working for the Lord and has just done, you know, something amazing, overcoming um, some of the, the gods, the, the fake gods that are out there. And, and he's on the run now because Jezebel is mad and she's coming after him. And so he's run out into the wilderness and he's hiding in a cave. And God appears to Elijah um, because Elijah, has, he, he's scared and he has decided, you know, I'm just going to throw in the towel. Like, God, I love you, but this is enough. Like, enough is enough. I'm done. And God, God says, no, I, I want to see you. I want to talk to you. I want to I be with you. And so um, God says, get ready. I'm coming. And this is what happens in those verses. Behold, the Lord passed by. And a great, strong wind tore into the mountains and broke the rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, there was an earthquake. But the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, there was a fire. But the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire... There was a still, small voice, and that voice was the Lord. Today's passage that we are going to spend most of our time thinking about and looking into, again, comes from the Gospel of John, chapter 10. And if you have been following along with our worship services since Easter, uh, we have been following along with what's called the lectionary. And, and what that is, is it is a collection of readings that are ordered in such a way to help us over the course of three years read through the entirety of the scriptures. And they are, you know, connected to our seasons. And so, of course, we're reading about, about Easter um, now in this season. And so for the last few Sundays, we've been following Jesus after the resurrection as he makes appearances to his disciples and guides them and leads them in different ways. And so uh, the passage for today kind of breaks away from the chronology and takes us back to when Jesus was alive, before the crucifixion, before the resurrection. And so why is this our passage today is a question that I asked myself as I was preparing for today's message. And I believe that this was put here prayerfully and intentionally uh, because this is a passage where Jesus himself talks to us about hearing the voice of God. And we are Easter people who are living uh, after the, the amazing sacrifice of the crucifixion and the amazing power of the resurrection. But what that means is that we are also living with the presence of God in our hearts 
and not in front of our faces. Um, we, are, we are people who like to touch and see and feel um, the, the things that we believe in. Um, and, and our faith calls us to believe in something that we can't see with our eyes and we can't he- hear with our ears. And so how do, we, how do we hear the voice of God? How do we trust that God is with us? And, and that is what Jesus speaks to in this passage. And I believe that this is an essential um, resurrection people passage for us as we learn to hear the voice of God with the ears of our soul. And so with that in mind, I encourage you to hear these words from the Gospel of John, chapter 10, verses 1 through 10. Very truly, I tell you, anyone who does not enter the sheepfold by the gate, but climbs in by another way, is a thief or a bandit. The one who enters by the gate is the shepherd of the sheep. The gatekeeper opens the gate for him, and the sheep hear his voice. He calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. When he has brought out all his own, he goes ahead of them, and the sheep follow him because they know his voice. They will not follow a stranger, but they will run from him because they do not know the voice of strangers. Jesus used this figure of speech with them, but they did not understand what he was saying to them. So again, Jesus said to them, Very truly, I tell you, I am the gate for the sheep. All who came before me are thieves and bandits, but the sheep did not listen to them. I am the gate. Whoever enters by me will be saved and will come in and go out and find pasture. The thief comes only to steal and kill and destroy. I came that they may have life and have it abundantly. Again, I believe that Jesus shared this passage, and our lectionary shares this passage with us today, um, because Jesus wants us to understand how to hear the voice of God, and doing that by using the analogy of a sheep and a shepherd. Now, I don't know who your friends are, but none of mine are, uh, are living out the profession of a shepherd at this moment. I know some folks who have a lot of animals, livestock, uh, I know some folks who have some horses, and, and they understand animals, but no, none of them are quite like the relationship of a shepherd with their sheep. Um, so I had to do a little research, um, reading in, in, in books and, and figuring some of this out. But, but what we know about shepherds and their sheep is that they have an extremely special and an extremely intimate relationship, more so than, than really any other um, human and an animal relationship. And, and the reality of that, a big part of that, is because a shepherd never leaves his sheep. He never goes on vacation. He never takes a break. The sheep are his life. He, he breathes taking care of them each and every day. Uh, he, he walks with them during the day. He sleeps near them every night. He provides for them. He makes sure that they have the food that they need. He, he protects them from any danger that comes their way. Um, a sheep, a shepherd is always, always with his sheep. And, and so, again, it builds that relationship. And so sheep know the sound of their shepherd's voice. 
the, the sheep know uh, a shepherd's sound, the, the things that they make and the things that they do. The sheep know how a shepherd moves. And the same is true for the shepherd of his sheep. One of the things that I read um, talked about how there was a, a shepherd in, in, uh, out in the fields who even at night where he couldn't see his sheep, just by touching them, knew which one was which. Um, that's how close they were in relationship. And so anytime uh, someone who's not the shepherd comes near the sheep, uh, the, the sheep feel threatened, and they know the difference between the, the voices and the sound that they hear in the sheep and the stranger. And, and so this is a powerful, powerful image for us to consider when we think about our relationship with the Lord. Uh, the sheep know the sound of their voice, and they know because they hear it over and over and over again. Um, and so for us, when we consider what this means for our relationship with God, for us to know, we have to learn how to recognize the voice of the Lord. Um, we have to hear God speaking and become familiar with God's phrases and God's inflections, the things that God always says. Um, and just to kind of help you think about this, many of you have a, a family member or someone who's very, very close to you um, whose voice you could recognize in a crowd. Do you know who, do you, can you imagine, can you hear that voice right now in your head? Uh, for me, I can think of a couple, but the one that I thought of the most uh, is my grandfather. And he, uh, he is a joyful man and his voice is typically loud and filled with the energy that keeps him alive and keeps us all alive too. Another thing about him is his name is Chris, and um, he carries the joy of the Christmas season with him wherever he goes, whatever day or month it is. Uh, people often call him Chris Kringle because he will enter a room, even in the middle of July, and belt out, ho, ho, ho. And there are many other examples I could give you, but um, when I hear those three words coming from his voice, it doesn't matter how loud the room is, I recognize my grandfather's voice. Um, and, and again, you probably have your own story of a loved one where, uh, you know, when they say your name or there's something, a, a phrase that they say repeatedly, you know that voice and you know uh, whose it is. And, and so for us, the way that we come to know the voice of God and, and those inflections of God and the truths that God speaks, those phrases that we can recognize in our soul, is by opening up the Word of God. Uh, if we want to hear His voice, to be able to recognize it, we have to know the things that He says. We have to know the way that He says them. Uh, we have to hear them over and over, starting on the printed page, reading the words. And then the more that we read, the more that, um, that processes through our mind, then our soul begins, that, that, those ears that our soul needs to have to hear and recognize the voice of the Lord, they become activated. We can hear God's voice speak to us as we read. And, and the active voice, not just the printed words, but we hear his actual presence speaking to us through the words on the page. And then when we enter into times of prayer, we can hear God's voice. Even as we go through life and the voices that are floating in our mind, we can begin to decipher what is the stranger, what is 
the thief? What is the bandit that has come in to, to steal, kill, and destroy? And what is the voice of God that is speaking to me and leading me and guiding me and seeking to give me life abundant? We have to familiarize ourselves with the voice of God by reading it in the scripture, digging in. That's the way that we learn to recognize what God's voice sounds like so that when he calls our name, when he speaks, we hear it, we recognize it. So the most important piece, this is what connects us to the voice of God. And then after that, uh, you know, the sheep, part of their relationship that's so special is when the, when the shepherd speaks, when he makes a sound, when he moves in a certain way, the sheep pay attention. They, they listen, they respond, they pay attention. And, and I know um, in my house, I have a four-year-old son, and when he, when he gets into his games or he gets into um, his toys or he gets into a TV show or something like that, I can call his name and call his name and call his name. And he doesn't hear me. He's not paying attention to anything that I'm saying or anything that I'm doing. He is zoned in to what he's focused on. Um, and I am exactly the same way when it comes to my relationship with God. Um, if I want to hear what God is saying to me, then, and if we want to hear what God is saying to us, then we have to pay attention. We have to focus on that. We have to seek it out. Uh, Jesus tells us in Matthew chapter 7, verse 7, Ask and it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be opened to you. Um, we have heard the words of the psalm said so many times, and I've got it in every space that is important to me. I've got it in my house. I've got it in my office. I've got it uh, written on the mirror, actually, in my bathroom. Um, be still and know that I am God. We have to turn the rest of the distraction off. And pay attention. We have to, to seek out. And if we never slow down, if we never put pause, we, uh, Pastor Andy talked about this a few weeks ago, if we never enter into that Selah moment where we pause, then we are not paying attention. And so even when God speaks to us, we miss it. So it's important for us to recognize God's voice by reading the word and then to stop and listen. Pay attention to what he's saying. And then uh, the next piece that we can learn from the relationship with the sheep and the shepherd, um, the, the shepherd, they don't, they don't just stay in one spot. Uh, they have to travel from field to field to get to um, the places that the sheep need to go to be fed. And sometimes that involves them traveling tricky or difficult terrain. And so for them to listen to the voice of the shepherd and pay attention to what he's communicating to them, um, it is so important, and the same is true for us. Um, if we want to, to hear God's voice, it's also important for us to do what the voice tells us to do, to do what God's voice tells us to do. Um, I, I'm really, really good at doing what I want to do all the time, uh, following my voice, following my wants, following my plans, um, but in Scripture, we hear in Proverbs 3, 5 through 6, which is a Scripture that I turn to a lot because I need to hear it. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge him and he will direct your paths. Um, if we want God to speak to us, if we want God to show us what to do in this life, again, we, we have to listen. And then past that, we have to trust 
where God is leading us. Because uh, the reality is God's voice leads us in counterintuitive ways. God's voice leads us often in countercultural ways. Uh, not the way that everybody else is doing it. So going with the flow of society is not always the way that God is leading us to go. Uh, he's calling us to go against the flow um, and, and to go against the ways that we would naturally do something. Um, God calls us to do that. Uh, in Isaiah 55, we hear uh, God saying this, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, says the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Um, God, God's way is not the way that I would normally do it. Um, but God's way is the way that leads to life and fulfillment and the joy that, that is with us regardless of our circumstances. This passage that uh, in the Gospel of John that I read earlier, where Jesus is calling us to, to know the voice of the shepherd, uh, to, to listen to it, to pay attention, to learn what it sounds like, um, and, and then to follow it. He ends in verse 10 by reminding us that the thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy, and I come that you might have life and life abundant. Um, there's a lot of voices in our lives. There's a lot of noise. And the enemy would love nothing, much, no, nothing more than for us to be completely distracted from hearing the voice of God. To let all the talking heads and all the apps and all the Netflix shows and you know anything else that we can fill our mind with, he would love for us to stay focused on that. And because when, when that happens, we're not paying attention to the shepherd. Uh, but God is reminding us to take the time in the word to get to know his voice and what it sounds like and, and the things that he will say to us over and over and over again. And when we do that, uh, to then pay attention, to take time, pause in the middle of everything else, to listen to the ways that he is guiding us. And then when he guides us, to do it. Um, because that is the way that leads to life abundant. Um, as I say that, the words of Jesus are popping in my mind. Um, the way to that life, he is the way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. Uh, and so if that is, if that is the, the desire of your heart as it is the desire of mine, um, let us listen to the voice of the shepherd. Let us get to know it by reading the scripture. Let us take time to hear it in the midst of our very loud and busy lives. And then may we follow where it leads because we know that where it leads is to life and life abundant. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. At this time, uh, we are going to celebrate Holy Communion, as Pastor Sam said earlier. Um, if you have not already gone to collect your elements, I encourage you to do that. Again, bread, crackers, whatever you have, uh, it, it will perfectly represent the life that God has given us through Christ. And then also some uh, juice or whatever you have that's closest to juice will work great too. Um, and so let us go and prepare the table that Christ has set for us.
Our final song today is one that is very fitting for this, and I encourage you to not only sing this song with us today, but to pray this song, seek this song, Savior Like a Shepherd Lead Us. Today, may you leave from this place or stay in your homes digging into the Word of God so that we can come to know and recognize God's amazing voice and His truths. May we then listen, take the time to pause in the midst of all of our busyness to hear His voice for us and then go and do it.
faithfully following where he leads us. Go in peace. Amen. Amen.